however, happy hour, June 9th, Sunday evening. I am here, Devi Dev, here in the building, with my siblings, Miss Daisy O. Daisy O, ready for the show. I'm coming back live in and hit you with pride. <laughs> yeah. And my oh-so-lovely brother, Darren, Darren. Hey, my name's so twice. I said nice. Oh, no, my name's so nice. I said twice. His name is yeah. so nice, you say it twice. Sorry, I've been drinking soda and wine. Uh, uh, meow, meow. My bad. You guys, we have been a little MIA for the past couple of weeks, but um, we are back, and we are here to announce that it is... Pride Month. Have so some. Have some pride. pride. Have some pride. Yes. Have some pride. Have, have some, some pride. pride. Daisy, what does pride mean in Espanol? Orgullo. 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 Have some orgullo. Have some orgullo. How, how can you say that, like, the phrase in Spanish? Oh, that's I don't a know. good question. I don't know, but, you know, we are back. We got some good stuff for you guys. Um... First coming in, we do have a lot of new music. Um, Darren, he's doing um, a lot My of bad. things I, I, at once. I, I am he's Veronica's son. <laughs> I, 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 he is multitasking. in the making. I had some uh, cookies in the oven I had to go pull out real quick. All right. right. Okay, so wait. The, the song that's playing is um, Big Frida. Big Frida. Yeah, this one's called No Bounce Live. Yes. It was released you know, this year. You know Big Frida. She uh, make you bounce. She make, make you want to turn. For the June, it's Pride Month, y'all. Daisy, you went to Pride yesterday. Oh my gosh, I went to Pride yesterday and it was amazing. Amazing. It was the biggest I've ever seen. I've been going for like the past few years. Devin, last year was terrible. Yeah, I tried to go last year and it was terrible and I said I would never go back. But since Daisy told me that she had a great experience, I'm considering going back next year. It's much more organized. A lot, like they they just block off Santa Monica Boulevard. Uh They have more porta potties. I think it was like, at least 500 porter potties yeah. out there like <laughs> it was great though i just love it because last year it was like we was could not find a mess. bathroom to save even, our lives we couldn't find a bathroom we couldn't find we couldn't even get inside of the festival because they had let too many people in and the fire marshal had shut it down so people was angry about that but, um, yeah, you got to go next year. This was yeah. the biggest I've ever seen it, and it's just beautiful. It's still going on today. Today mm-hmm. was a big parade that they have every year, and so it's just a nice weekend. We hope it's still going to be popping tonight. Of course. So I may go Daisy back. may go back out there. Yeah, I love Pride. I love it. I love inclusivity. Yes. It was the first um, festival-type event that I went to. Mind you, they have the best of the best that was there in uh-huh. terms of like outdoor stages Mm -hmm. but it was the first time i've ever seen a like signer like somebody who is doing sign language next to the artist on the side of the stage i thought that that was just so inclusive so what's it megan's the stallion megan the stallion was up there singing and there was somebody doing sign language language? how do you say pop that pussy in (laughs) sign language that's That's not one of the lyrics dearie i'm sorry that's not some of her music it's well i don't I don't know if she be saying pop that pussy. I'm but... sorry. Maybe that was uh, uh, it was a little vulgar, but uh... my bad. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm sorry. This is pride. 
What was she saying? I mean, that's, that's interesting. I've never seen anyone. So they had Megan The Stallion and Megan Tra- Trainer that also performed. And they both had like sign language people. Every performer had a sign language person that's that dope. was that was there. And I think that the whole event is just all about inclusivity. It's mm-hmm. all about welcoming people, accepting people as they are. Everyone comes out in their rainbow garb right. and homemade costumes. Right. It's just they great. Are, they I love get it. real creative with it too. So creative. That's it's dope. a beautiful event. It's just one of a celebration and just outward expression of joy. Like everything ran really smoothly. Nice. Yeah. Okay, well, that was just, you know, we yeah, kind of jumped well, into that because, you know. Well, no, I, yeah, I think I think it should have it came first. I think it was one of yeah, the, the well, biggest things going yeah. on this weekend out here in L.A. I mean, I, I, last time I, I went to Pride was back in 2012 when I was canvassing for, no, this was 2011 Ooh. when I was, or was it 2012? No, it was 2012. Yeah, because I was back home for the summer and I was uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, canvassing for uh, Obama. Mm-hmm. It could have been 2011. I don't even remember, but it was way back then and it was, you know, it was pretty small. It was just on Santa Monica Boulevard. Yeah, this is big. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. It's huge. Yeah, it's really like big. a whole bunch yeah. of people. Well, I mean, but as, as it should, because there's just newer generations of, of LGBTQ exactly. and allies who want to come out, support, and have a good time, mm-hmm. and, and, and and you know more than ever, it's it's needed in these mm-hmm. times, you know, for Wait. people to come together and show love. So, I mean, and, and that's what and that's what I guess even I don't know if that could go into a question, but some people were I was seeing these memes on Twitter, you know, about you know um, you know people who were would be protesting or different kinds of things about pride, and they were saying like, well, where would Jesus Christ be? There? And, and they had showed us <laughs> somebody oh, drew a cartoon of Jesus like at pride with a wow. with a, with the rainbow flag. I mean, wow. but but honestly, I think so too. I think Jesus why would not? be at pride. Yeah, why not? It's all if, about if there love, was if there baby. was if there was if there was any opportunity to catch an amassment of people to talk about to talk to people about love, togetherness, mm-hmm. about doing right mm-hmm. to each right. other. I would I would not doubt that, you know. But wait, did you guys hear about um them trying to have a straight pride? Yeah, I mean, I know Darren had a lot of comments about that. I just think that it's outrageous. Like, Pride is definitely for people who are, like, ostracized, Mm -hmm. the outliers, the people that are persecuted Mm -hmm. for um, just loving another person. Mm -hmm. And that's the sad part about it is that in order to feel safe and feel, like, welcome, they host Pride events to just let everybody know. And at these Pride events heterosexual people or heteronormative people can also join. So mm-hmm. you don't need your separate thing. Exactly. Because the event is already made to be inclusive. With all types of identities. You know, identities yes. Yeah, all types of identities are welcome. It's just all about love and embracing other yes. people. So no, you don't need your own pride because <laughs> the event was made for exactly. everybody. Well, yeah, I think I, I mean I think the event was was by some straight cisgendered male, hmm. right? Who felt that he needed his own party, he needed his own accolades, and that's the thing is that some white people nowadays they just feel so enamored and so taken aback that they're not hot shit or they i mean right like and, and we, you, you, y'all had y'all shine Shut no up. no but it's not even about that Devin. <laughs> it, it, they they can have their own shine and they've always had their own shine right. you don't need any extra shine yes. if you want some shine put some glitter over your eyebrows Hell. and take your ass down to pride that part you know i mean you you could go join the party you have every other kind of, of parade. You got the 4th of July parade. Mm-hmm. You got the Memorial Day parade. 
you know, where are all those other opportunities for people to to, to actually feel inclusive in those events? Right, right. And and if you cannot right, come up point, with a, with a concise answer, then okay, go ahead have your go ahead have your your straight pride parade and see who comes. Well, <laughs> I was in a, my Uber ride last night going home, and one of the guys that I was in the car with, we were telling the Uber driver because she had never been to Pride. And so this is a cisgender male who, like, self-identified as cisgender. He was saying it was his second year going. And he was like, I brought my girlfriend out. And we just had, this is a black man, by the way. Like, he was like, I brought my girlfriend out. It was her first time coming. He really was like, this is one of the best events that I've ever been to in my life. Like, it's so welcoming. It's like the only place for me as a black man where I feel also safe and so welcome. And to just hear this stranger, mm-hmm. you know, also just sharing about his experience. And he's from the East Coast. Oh, cool. He was just like, this is one of the best events. Like, it's so welcoming. I love it. I'm going to come back next year. And the Uber Man. driver, we convinced her to go. Because she was like, Uh-oh. oh, I want to go now. That's Man, dope. I'm telling you, I went back when I was at NYU, you know, the pride would happen right there. Just an avenue over from, from where I was at. Mm-hmm. So. Man, it was bad. People were getting down partying. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm actually thinking about going to the Atlanta. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Atlanta is really. I mean, but good that, too. that's the thing. It's it's a thing now. It's a tourism right. event now. People are coming from all over the world to each Pride event in, right. each, in each major city. Exactly. People going to D.C., New York. Yes. You know, out here in L.A., Long San Beach, Francisco. San Francisco. You know. Yeah, the fact that we have three just in California, San Francisco, know, L.A., and Long Beach, I mm-hmm. think that that's phenomenal. Like, they got San Diego one, too. Oh, yeah, San Diego oh, has oh, one. Wow. Yep, you're right. Nice. We have four. Okay, well, you guys, make sure if you haven't or if you can, go out tonight. And if you can't make it tonight, make sure you visit next year. And just be supportive throughout yes. the month of our be LGBTQI supportive. community and just everyone in general. That's what it's all about. It's just right. It's the civil rights, you know, mm-hmm. connected to our civil it rights is. as people. And it's, it's, I think it's just great right. that we have a month. No, it's because, all about love and mm-hmm. inclusivity. It, exactly. And, it, and it's, and it, and it's, I mean, if we could just go into it real briefly since we're on the topic, because I was looking at the Vice News special, and it's always good to remember that the Stonewall riots, which happened 50 years ago mm-hmm. this year, remember that it was not started by gay white men. It wasn't started by gay white men, even though that movie that they put out a few years ago talking about Stonewall, mm. even though it had a, a gay a gay white man as the main character. Remember, it was started by the trans community. It was started by yeah. the and trans the trans community, community yep. especially those those uh, 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 those persons of color mm-hmm. who considered yep. themselves trans. They're the ones who got their ass beat by the yeah. police out there that day. Yeah. Let's not forget that that they're the ones who initiated. Uh, uh, um, the gay liberation movement, mm-hmm. and they're still being, persecuted. or what was known as the gay liberation movement, because it, it really is just just the 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 uh, uh, um, you know LGBTQIA, mm-hmm. you know, uh, right. uh, because it, even a man had said that it was the gay liberation movement. Mm-hmm. It, it really the the longer struggle of it is not just for gay rights mm-hmm. and not just for 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 straight rights. Mm-hmm. It's, it's for all kinds of rights for everyone who falls underneath the spectrum. Exactly. Right. Because, uh, yeah. So, uh, anyway. That That's what's most important. Small soapbox. <laughs> no. <laughs> but they're still being persecuted. You guys heard about the trans um, yes, yes. men, the yeah. black men that were just found recently. Three of them, like, in the span of the same of the same week. So sad. Yeah, just yeah. Just found I mean, it. No, but I remember there was a video that was going around of this uh, uh, trans person getting the shit kicked out of them. 
and, and it, it was really terrible to watch because oh, it was God. a bunch of dudes just that. beating them up. And, and, and unfortunately, after I think it was like three weeks after a month after, then that person had got killed. Oh my God! He got murdered. I mean, it's 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 real out. It's, it's real, real out there. It's and, really and we real. Have to, we have to acknowledge that they are not being protected. Mm-hmm. We're not advocating enough for them mm-hmm. or protecting them, mm-hmm. you know, or, or or hiring them. Let's not forget that. Let's not forget the fact that some of some of these uh, trans persons have to go into sex work in order to subside, right. in order to get by, because who because there's people out there who discriminate against mm-hmm. them in, in the in the workplace, in the workplace they right. can answer the phone they can file papers they exactly. can review do- they it's can not do, like they're they can incapable do of doing stuff. their job you know that's why uh, um uh, one of my one of my favorite shows from last year was pose on fx and it's yeah. coming back for its second season uh this month uh, um wonderful 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 uh uh show so if you guys have time check, check it, it out, out. okay yes. so pose on fx Okay, so let's uh, switching topics going into new music. New music. We have a lot of new music um, over the past two weeks. Darren, you got Steve Lacey. Yeah, so he released uh, his album Apollo 11. This is a track called Like Me featuring Daisy, an artist named Daisy. Daisy. Featuring Daisy. Go ahead, check Cut to her lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long song. It's like a nine-minute song. Oh, nine minutes. I like the effects. I only feel energy. I see no gender. When I talk about fish, I want to catch it. I'm a fisher. Now they debate on who I like. They want to see a list of a good song. Talking about gender and sexuality already. Mm-hmm. How long have you been out here? You know, he, he, he's uh, Steve Lacey, you know, um, he's been out for a few years. He came out with his demo like a year, a little over a year ago, I think. Oh. Remember, he's a part of uh, the internet. He's the bassist. Oh. He's the one that you said his sister lives around the corner oh, from us. him. Yeah. I'm sober. <laughs> yeah, he sound good. Okay. Y'all check it out. Apollo 11. Yeah, all right. Let me play one more. It's called Basement Jack. Okay. What album is this from, Darren? This one's called Apollo 11 from oh, Steve Lacey. His, this is oh, his first album. debut album. The last album was just like a mixtape. So uh, the album is yeah, called Yeah, it, it was an EP. This is, uh, yeah, his first okay. debut album. Nice. Well, he has a, he kind of has an eccentric style. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's move into, uh, this is uh, Karma from Queen Nyjah. Oh, no, this is actually old. I'm this sorry. This is old, yeah. What am I doing? Uh, maybe I should go to something else. <laughs> or... Queen Nyjah right. is great, though. We like her a lot. Yes. A lot. I don't know how that got in there. My bad. This one is called Honesty from uh, Cali Technus. Fast forward. Mm-hmm. 
what you guys think of it? I've been hearing this on the radio, but also I think in my Apple Music. Yeah. Yeah, it's been playing a lot I feel on like Apple I, it, Music. I've been hearing this on KJLH. I think that's where I heard this Yeah, song. on KJ. It's definitely on KJLH for I sure. I haven't heard it. Because it's good. Yeah, because at first I thought this was a man. You know, I thought this was like, is that the dream? He came back out. You know. Speaking of iTunes, they're talking about taking it away. Yeah. Nah. Apple, yeah. They actually are going to take it away. Yeah. That's done. Because they're going to want you to go, they they want you to buy an Apple TV. Mm-hmm. You know, so that way you can get all the movies and content on the Apple TV. You know, you don't need to get on your computer. Um, And then if you want any music on your computer, you have Apple Music. Mm Boom. Yep. All right, so let's move on to another one. This one is called, what did you guys think of that one? Cali Technus? You guys like it? I like it, That's yeah. Nice. I've, I've been cool. liking it. Okay, so this one's at a bond. This one's called Back Now. From the album, He's Not Mine. Been a while since I've seen you. Since I saw your face. Swear I must be dreaming. But I'm what awake. I forgot this feeling. Let it drift away. I accept it. What do you guys think? I like the beat. I'm not really listening to her. I'm a little bored. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's making me sleepy. Oh, yeah. So not really memorable. No. It's not. It's it kind of reminds me of Janae A- Aiko. It's not boring. I, I mean, I guess I'm just getting sleepy listening to it. Baby. But I like the beat. I think really I that's like what makes it stand out for me. Yeah, that's why I said I like you the beat. You can put anybody else on it. If you put Beyonce on this shit, that's your beat. She just, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's her it voice. It real smooth. Her voice is too sleepy. Yeah. yeah. She's whispering, whispering in the mic. Mm-hmm. All right, so this one's Crying Pays with uh, Freddie Gibbs and Matt Lib. So that's with Mad Lib. So yeah, so that's uh, Freddie Gibbs. Check that out. It's called Crime Page. Alright. What's next? Let's see. Is this a track called Chopsticks? Schoolboy Q and Travis Scott? Yes. It's it's um it's been out. But <laughs> I don't know why I like this. They talking about chopsticks. They talking about the legs. They love chopsticks. Chopsticks. They love girl with they look like girl with chicken legs? I don't know. <laughs> Chopsticks were first. Why don't they call them chicken thighs? No, y'all. Not no 
No. I'm saying, oh, I'm saying, I need two hand bones. Okay. Why are you trying to get no damn chopsticks? On the music. Well, I need them two brittle pieces of wood for. <laughs> I can't stand you. I just Maybe like how. Hog. I just like how Travis Scott says chopsticks, chopsticks, my little chopsticks, chopsticks, chopsticks. All right, oh, all right, Darren wants some ham hocks. I can't. I don't need <laughs> Why, y'all? Hey. Also, don't nobody want no top things. <laughs> uh, can I have a fork, please? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I don't use chopsticks anyway. I'll take a fork. <laughs> right. I use chopsticks. <laughs> I know how to use metal chopsticks. Thank you very much. No, I don't know how to use chopsticks yes. at all. But Darren, I, I what spent is, time in Korea. What? what school was yeah. this album? What is this? What's uh, this was called Crash Talk. Crash yeah, so Talk. So this is chopsticks off of uh, Schoolboy Q's new album, uh, Crash Talk. So yeah, check that out. Right. So our next one is called uh, Hold Up by Tim Atlas. This is a little alternative for you guys. Oh, shit, why do I even check this song? Let me fast forward it. Okay, this one. Yeah, it kind of feels like you're looking at a sunset, smoking uh, yeah. some weed. Right, I was, I was about to say, you so can stoner, definitely blow into this. Stoner jam. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, so check that out. Yeah, that's uh, I like the that's instruments. Uh, yeah, man. This is uh, classified as indie rock. Yeah, indie rock. Yeah, it sounds like it, huh? Alright, so Devin, what's this uh, new album from uh, Chris Brown coming out? Chris Brown is coming out with Indigo. So I think later this month or maybe sometime next week. I want to say June 15th. I'm not sure. But he got a song with Drake. Everybody is like, oh, okay. Oh, it's good. This is yeah. it. It's called No Guidance. Chris Brown posted like, y'all not ready for the summer. <laughs> but he said the summer is here. You got it, girl. You got it. Yeah. Pretty little thing. You got a bag and now you violent. You just took it off the line, no mileage. Waiting, hitting you to DM, looking fine. Talking while you come around and out of silence. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. No, it sounds like it sounds cool. This is a cool vibe. I like this vibe. That's what happens when when these niggas move to LA and stuff like that. They be making all this LA vibe music for yes. for all their cars and stuff. This ain't no New York stuff. This, this is, is definitely straight up LA. LA. This is too Completely. cool for yeah. New York. Why he kind of sound? He came in. He came, Chris came in sounding like the weekend. I was like, wait a minute, is the weekend um, featured? And then I, but then I was like, oh wait, okay. Right, this Chris. is something you play when you're convertible. Right, yeah. right exactly. Down. You stuck on a damn one on one, trying to get right. from uh, uh, right, trying to get from where how they live, Calabasas. Right. right. Like, damn, I gotta go to downtown. Shit. <laughs> or even if you're at the beach or something. I go to Santa Monica. Damn. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck in my way. But yeah, y'all check it out. All right. All right. So, so why don't we go into what's popping real quick? Um, what's, what's popping? What's popping? What's popping? What's popping? Okay, right, so you guys. So since we're talking about Drake. Let's talk about the, the NBA. What's yes. up? What's up with, with Drake <laughs> oh, right, and right. the NBA? Child, the Raptors and gang then went to um <laughs> it's three one. It's their first time going to the playoffs. So Drake is just he going all hand. Yeah, they're ham. one game okay. away from winning the finals. Yeah. Would this no, be the Raptors? Yeah, it'd be like the Yeah. I think they should win it. Because Golden is this State. their first time winning and if this I love Golden State, but they, they can't around. do no three P like the Lakers. Okay? No, they so, can't. They can't. They not. They not gonna I'd be able to. I'd rather the Raptors win because I'm, you know, I'm an underdog. Um, you know, yes, kind of person, me too. Kind of person, yeah. So to know that this is their first time going to the playoffs, like. You know, that's great. Yeah, I mean, and being in the finals, with, mean, the, the finals. with the Warriors, I I I think that they should win as well. And it's kind of been an upset that they're three one in the finals right now, and they're one game away from taking over the finals. It's like any day now. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like to be honest, if I was Drake, I would probably be going ham too because this right. is really big for them. And then. I mean, he. I guess that's what guys do. They trash talk. You know, I um saw I saw a video of Kevin Durant and somebody else, some, another player from the Warriors. They were um like saying that Drake was a bum and he needed to shut up or he needed to stay. Yeah, in his place they're hating on like Drake. That. But no, I think you know they're. It's just all fun. They just you know should talk. I do think that they trash talk, but Drake was doing too much on the sidelines. Oh, he was. Yeah, he I was mean, being a little extra. Extra, like uh, like all on the court. You know what I mean? Like that's you're also a viewer of the game. Yeah. You are not a part of the team. Right. Like you are a, not on the right. roster. Right. You are like like let them play the game. You right. Know? I know you and your feelings. Just because you we a celebrity. Know you and your feelings. So, so the NBA definitely had to check him real quick. Yeah. And they did. And was like, you doing too much, sir. You need to calm down and sit on the sidelines right. with your little tickets right. that you got and be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but to add some to to add more drama to it, the owner of the Warriors, you know when you on um when you sit in court side, you're like you know, um, subject to getting, you know, trampled on if the ball, if, you know, the opposing team is trying to get the ball, even if, you know, the team is trying to get the ball. But he, um, the owner of the Warriors, Warriors pushed the Raptor player, well, well, yeah. Kyle Lowry. Yeah, Lowry. one of the owners. Yeah, one of his white one billionaires. Of no, but he straight up pushed him for no reason. He didn't even run into him. I right. think he ran into the person next to him. He did. And he just pushed him with his drunk ass. Right. You know, obviously this dude was tripping out. Drake had too many beers or whatever Something. pills he took before the game. You know them rich white motherfuckers. You know they always take some of that shit. Yeah. Motherfuckers probably exactly. on some cocaine. Who knows? Probably. Because he felt real bold. He felt, I don't too know damn, why he, he felt too damn bold. I don't know why he would do that. Did he get kicked out of the game for doing that? You know, the consequences know. was he can't come to a game for a year. He's oh. banned from all NBA games for a year. That's good. Because wow. why would you put your hand with... And then LeBron has said something like, no, something has to be has to happen because um, they they notify people that are sitting courtside like... You're not supposed to interact with the players. Well, no, not like that. They're saying like you're subject to being, you know, trampled on right. or whatever. And he said, he said it says that on the back of the ticket. Like, so... Yeah. Oh, why the hell did you put your hands on a player? 
Yeah. That didn't make no sense. Right, right. That's that's where they play. I don't care if you do own, but 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 it's something I saw on Bill Maher. Bill Maher, you know that guy. I, I like Bill Maher, but sometimes he be on one. Like he he was definitely on his a uh, 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 man period this past week <laughs> because he was he was all getting in about like black lives. I mean, um, social justice warriors. But the other thing he was saying was because Draymond Green, you know, who plays for the Warriors, had said that that the owners of uh, NBA teams should no longer be called owners. Like they, he was like, like that's a like that's an antiquated term that has its roots in slavery. So yeah. mm-hmm. you know, we should think about that. And like, Bill Maher was like, well, what the fuck are we supposed to call them then? Like, there's people who actually own stuff. I mean, you can call them. You can figure out another fucking name. Exactly. Because they're synonyms be, for the be, term because, owner. Because of that very point of that motherfucker who hit him. When you think that you are an owner, owner, you begin creating the human bodies. You own the team and the franchise. You don't, you own, don't own the people. Them. You don't have the right to just hit them. Hit another exactly. player just as much as in, in times of slavery. Somebody were to, to hit another person's slave or beat another person's slave right. for something they did wrong. This isn't that time. You know? Right. And they don't have those kinds of rights. Ooh, so let's call him something else. If he, if the player, if Kyle would have um, hit him back. No, well, now if that was Ron Artest, he wouldn't. He would have got his ass beat. <laughs> you know, shit. Okay. Ron Artest would have been Ben Wallace. Listen. Them motherfuckers. They would. They would have beat his ass. I'm just saying because I really thought he was gonna hit him back, but I was. Ugh. Yeah, then he, he would have got fined. And if he would have, right? He yeah. would have been suspended for mm-hmm. the rest of the damn finals, and that's not. You know, that's not fair because he was defending his... He would have been defending himself because he put his hands on... But he knew better. He put his hands on him. He knew better. Right. And thank God he didn't. Thank God he had sense enough to say, you know what? This is bigger than me. You know, I... You know, I'm but Darren, you bring up let a, that slide. I mean, yeah, you guys are bringing up really great topics of discussion for the future, which is like how do these teams and owners and franchises operate mm-hmm. in terms of like the players and technically the employees getting their fair, I would say, treatment mm-hmm. in the whole yeah. industry in itself. Because right. they may make millions of dollars, but they're also subject to a lot of changes and things like that mm-hmm. as time goes on. So what are they sacrificing to be yeah. a part of the league? We never talk about that. And, you exactly. know, you can't just blame it on, well, they get paid a whole bunch of money. So what? You know, no. I mean, but to be treated like what? Ain't By no billionaires? Ain't no... To just be treated like shit like billionaires just right. because they, they, they become millionaires? Ain't enough money in the world yeah. to no. be treated like some bullshit just because you get paid. So right. No. What? Right. So that's, what, my yeah. that's what Draymond Green is addressing, right. I think, in his topic. And and I so, think he's a smart guy. I don't want them totally. to win the championship, but I think they're, they're smart. You know, they're smart a uh, uh, man that's on that team. Totally. Yeah, for sure. Totally. Okay, in other pop culture, you guys, our nephew, our oldest nephew, graduated this week. And yeah. our cousin, our, our, our little cousin, Amari, um, they graduated from Da Vinci, da Vinci Communications. Communications School mm-hmm. in El Segundo. Um, Jalen, he gave a very, very good speech. Um, he, you know, spoke about um, his journey through the four years, how he didn't really want to go to Da Vinci and he didn't know what to expect, but it turned out to be a great experience for him and he's going to miss, you know, his classmates. He learned so much and he is on his way to the University of Iowa. Go oh Jalen. What's the mascot? Oh my God. It's like the Hawkeye? The Jayhawk? The Hawkeye. No, 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 something, right? The Hawk. 
Something know. like that. Go Jalen. We're just Go, really Jaylen. proud of you. It's a damn bird. That's all I know. Right, it's a bird. Yeah, it's a damn bird. Hell. And Amari, she's going to go to Humboldt. Humboldt State. State. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's great to know that they're um, taking their um, next step to, uh, you know, adulthood. To university. Yeah, to adulthood. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Y'all, we got a freaking... Um, College-age nephew. A college-age nephew. Yes. Oh, my goodness. How many years apart are you and Jalen Just 10 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 10 years. That's crazy. Yeah, Yeah, you were 10 years old when Jalen was born. 10 years ago, I graduated high school. So today at Bethel, we had a nice uh, bachelorette uh, uh, where we, you know, we dressed up in our academic garb and, uh, you know, said wonderful things about the graduates. Mm -hmm. Nikki gave a wonderful speech uh, to Jalen. Just really highlighting, you know, just how. Did she cry? Of course you cry. You know, I just cry. want to say. Yeah. Oh, no, no, of course yeah, I, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know she's going It was beautiful. It was beautiful. I was up there crying I too. Love you, I, yeah, I said something You too, got emotional? Yeah, yeah. I went up there. Well, because first. Shoot, Tony, I got emotional when he was speaking. Yeah. When he was doing his speech. Yeah, but, first yeah. Tony, Tony went up there and Tony, he had was about to do a presentation, but he, the PowerPoint wouldn't work. So he had to, you know, um, ad lib. Yeah, ad lib. And mm-hmm. he, you know, he just, you know, start, you know, it got me going. You know, I was like, oh my goodness. And then, and then, uh, um, you know, Keisha had said, you know, it was, uh, uh, Aunt Lynn had, was up there too. Mm-hmm. Really beautiful. Uh, Tashana and Omari were up there. Tashana was What's like, Tashana say? she said, she's like, uh, you know, you my own dog, and uh, it's been a journey, and the marathon continues. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's TMC, uh, we all we got. And, 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 uh, <laughs> Yeah, so it was cool. I love our family. That's yeah. one thing that I can say because Jalen had a lot of us out there. Jalen and Amari, you know, it was a lot of us that was out there as a family. And yeah. You know, and it's we so rode crazy, deep. though. Like, it's so crazy the generations because, you know, um, they come from first, you know, our dad and um, Glenn. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my our dad's first cousin. And then Nikki and Tashana. Of course, right. We're a part of that, them. that and then, generation. Um, then Jalen and Amari are, are the head of the, the next are generation. Are the head of the next yeah. generation. So I, I, I was looking at that. And I was like, oh my gosh! No, it, it, is, it is. It is. Uh, like one of the things that I, I had went up there, I had got, I started crying immediately because uh, I, I was like, you know, I feel really awkward wearing. You know, I was up there wearing all this stuff, and I was like, uh, you know. I was like, I told, you know, Sister Robin that I would do it, but I feel awkward, you know. Why did you feel awkward? Well, because really, I was saying it because I never really celebrated me graduating, getting my MSW. Because remember, I didn't have my degree, you know, in in May when I walked the stage. Yeah. And I I, I wish I could have, I should have wrote it down, but I was just ad-libbing myself. But, you know, it was a lot of guilt, you know. I mean, like, oh, I can't really celebrate this because I don't really have it, you Uh know. And and I didn't really want it at the time, you know. Uh It was... It, you know, I was still very, very hurt, you know, that granddaddy was gone. And, right. you know, I had rushed through just going back to school, just in the motions mm-hmm. of everything without even processing, right. you know, what had happened or even just the fact that I had a major life change. And, you right. know, I came over here to 76th Street to exactly. oversee everything over here. Yeah. You know? And then so, yeah. so it was just a, a, a constant, uh, a constant battle. I mean, you guys remember those six months you guys just exactly. asked me, Darren, did you finish the paper? And I was like, oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and um, you know, and that lasted 
for all those months, you know. But good. I mean, you but had us as family. Did, right. Yeah. To yeah. continue complete, to. Complete it. Yeah. And you had us as family to continue to support you and be like, however long you need. But also finish the your paper. Continues, okay. You got to <laughs> right. continue. Yeah, exactly. You got to finish what you started. Because, yeah, yeah right. you know, yeah. that's what granddaddy wanted too. Exactly. So. So uh, and and that's I think that's the only thing that I wish I could have said at, at the moment, you know, even to Jalen, uh, you know, Jalen, I feel like he's a confident young man, mm-hmm. but that confidence is going to be tested once you find oh, sure. other white motherfuckers who haven't seen the things that you saw, right. haven't been exposed to the things that you've been exposed to, because unfortunately. There have been some good things that you've been exposed to, but there's been some traumatic shit as well mm-hmm. that you that we see, not just on the headlines, but the things that we hear about. Right. You know, the warnings that you have to feel walking up and down the street or the trauma or the anxiety that's passed on to you right. from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. You know, so so just think about all that thing. And now you're going to Bumba fuck Iowa. <laughs> the cornfield country, you, you know, you you come, you know. From, I mean, well, as you said gonna, it, his confidence is going to be tested, and all we can do is pray. We, all we can do is pray over him that, that he has the strength of the Lord exactly. inside of him to know how yeah, to deal yeah, with that's situations. That's what I definitely said. You know. Yeah, seriously, because yeah. I mean, he has to know how to deal with situations. Yes, I always would just tell him, like, remember our scripture: trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, congrats to all the graduates that have just um, yes. graduated. Our niece Brianna also oh, yes. just Our niece culminated, culminated from the fifth from grade. From the fifth grade, and, and we she's just, going to middle school. She's going to middle school, y'all. Oh, oh Lord. Lord, I Jesus. felt it last night when I was at Pride. I felt my body giving out. <laughs> Listen, okay. And then I realized I'm getting older. I got a nephew from mm-hmm. high school going to college. Brianna going to middle school. Yes, y'all. Um, and Jaylani is about to start kindergarten. Oh, ooh, that no Dominic is happy, huh? Yeah, she is. <laughs> oh, Lord. But not only, like, she's happy, but he's super excited, too. Yeah, yeah, because he, he just... can finally go to school right. like his sisters. Right. He's such a big boy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go into um, the TV um, shows that also, we've been Jay-Z looking at. Oh, right. I'm sorry, I just missed that. Um, <laughs> okay, so we just found out that Jay-Z became the first billionaire in hip-hop. Pretty big news. Pretty big news. So yeah, him and the Beyonce. last episode, we had to- you had told us about um, the, the first black billionaire. And then I remember I had said I had thought it was Jay-Z. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now they um, announced that he's the first billionaire in hip-hop. And that's, like I said, like you said, that's very big. Also, Rihanna, she becomes the richest female musician in the world. Yeah, tops Beyonce, Ooh, that's which fancy. is surprising, but she's still a part of Rock Nation. Exactly. Well, it's not Rock Nation. Is it Rock well, Nation? Is yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Rock Nation. Mm-hmm. She was still a part of Jay-Z's team, so it's, exactly. not, so it's, it's not, not surprising. Exactly. I think... All of them have a lot of big things coming up. Right, that mogul mentality. Yes, mm-hmm. so that's so great. Black excellence, okay? I'm so proud. Right. But, um, okay, so like I said, we're going into TV shows. Um, a lot, a lot of people have been talking about the show on Netflix, the mini, the uh, miniseries, um, When They See Us, um, covering the Central Park Five 
in Manhattan, New York. Um, the prosecutor was what? Did, what was her name? Linda Fares. Linda Farstein. Linda Farstein. Listen, I don't want to be disrespectful, but I'm gonna be disrespectful because that bitch was a hot ass mess. And yeah. She still is a hot ass mess, and she freaking published about twenty novels after. Do you know? And then, okay, so this. This broad decided to leave her profession in 2001 or 2002. Yeah, 2002. When they 2002. 2002, when they found out that the five men were innocent. Were innocent. Right, right. I wonder. And she worked from 1976 to 2002 yes. at the uh, Manhattan District Attorney's Office. Oh, my gosh. That bitch. And she still feel like. The five boy or the five guys has something to do with it. Racist, just She's racist. Well, the, the thing is, is that she does not. I mean, but that, but that's just like some for some people who feel guilt, they begin to dissociate from reality. Yes, of course, of course, all that new stuff that came out that's is that not Trump gonna shit. is not right. It's not gonna. She's not gonna be shaken or moved because then everything else on her record is gonna have to be reviewed. Yeah. And you know the bitch don't want that to happen exactly. because then they're really going to figure out how she's probably been throwing black and brown bodies over in the pen for all these years. Yes. All those lies. Just, just, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm speaking too loud in the microphone. My bad. But you're getting upset about it. And yeah, that makes every, sense. A lot of people are upset about this because she deserves right. some type of repercussion because, well, she is, you know, getting, you know, her, her consequences because... She was just released, or she just ended her um, her um, relationship with her publicist, and she was named um, uh, Glamour Woman of the Year. And Glamour, I take, take it they, all away. Take it away. That, they said, what the fuck, oh, we is, what the fuck is glamorous about what the fuck you've been doing exactly. all your career, huh? Is that glamorous, really? Hell no. Take you know, and, I, and she had to resign from, I think she was a part of like a school board of like yeah, a college. the college, her alma mater yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She resigned I mean, from yeah, that. Fuck, fuck that, you know, fuck them, you know, and, and, the, and the non-profit boards mm-hmm. that she was a part of. I don't, you know, good, I don't good feel for them. any nah. empathy for this woman. Hell I don't. No. I don't. No, 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 the chickens have come to roost. Cluck, cluck, motherfucker, <laughs> they, they're here. My gosh, right, yeah. and I knew that it was gonna come back and bite her in the butt. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? for Over sure, because it had to. It's like all no. these years that you put right. these innocent men's lives away, and, and you knew that they know, were innocent, well, that it was no evidence that proved that they were there, no blood, it was blood all on that woman's shirt. It was her blood, obviously, but he's the, the, the attacker, his, his um, semen. Was, was honored and well, well, you know, they, his they speak other about DNA like did they, they speak about like like how they handled like uh um you know they I know mishandled back, evidence back, back in the, yeah they mis- yeah. mishandled evidence and back in the eighties you know they didn't have any rape kits but still still to this day all across the country women who have been raped mm-hmm. and and they have the rape kits uh, um you know conducted you know where they're at a lot of them what they're still on the fucking shelf. They wow. haven't even processed those motherfuckers. So you're telling me, I mean, I mean, that's something today. That's besides the central part five. But if we're actually going to be talking about this sex crimes unit and shit yeah. and the fact that, you know, what, what, is, what, what do we consider homeland security? What do we consider defense? We would rather militarize our police forces than process rape kits. 
than to accurately process evidence. What the fuck are we doing? Does that make any sense at all? We're over here giving grenades to police for them to use AK-47s on unarmed civilians. For what? For what? And you motherfuckers can't even process a rape kit shit that they do on CSI in 30 seconds. And you motherfuckers can't even do it. That's how you I'm know sorry, everything was just. This, it makes you upset, no, it Darren, makes you upset because that's so. how you know that everything is corrupt. discriminatory. Everything is corrupt. Everything is for them. For them to um, be praised for trying to solve a, 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 a crime or trying to solve a case or whatever. But they're, it, it's, just, it's just sad because these five men. was robbed of their adolescence they were robbed of their innocence like our criminal justice system is failing it's failing oh my gosh it's so sad because uh, you guys if you haven't seen it i know you guys haven't darren and days you haven't haven't um, got a chance to see it but you guys have to check it out it's a um i think it's five episodes no four it's either four or five episodes and each episode, you know, they highlight each um, boy's each boy. experience in, um, you know, the correctional facility. And um, the one that got it the worst was Corey Wise. And he was the one that was 16 years old because he was the oldest. They put him in an adult jail. Like, ugh, I'm getting, like, it, I'm getting choked yeah, up. Yeah, don't give too just, much away. It's just so sad. Oh my gosh! Well, no, so li- literally, sad. their lives have been robbed. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, they are not the only ones. I was just speaking to somebody a, a few weeks ago just about the fact that, you know, some people they, you know, they get locked up and they serve all this time for selling yes. little dime bags, little nickel yes. bags, and now they're just getting out because of this, these new propositions we passed. But these are people who've been in jail for 15, 20 yes. years. And so when they get out, you think that justice has been served. Some people just say and they feel good. Oh, this person is out. But think about the lost benefits, mm-hmm. the lost income, the lost money to their 401ks, the lost money to their social security accounts. Mm-hmm. Just think if they ever have a debilitating condition or disability that happens early in life, not later in life, they will not be covered because their social security will say, hey, motherfucker, you haven't been putting in to me. I can't give you anything because you've only been working but a few years. Yeah. How is that justice for right. people, you know, in these states where they don't have Medi-Cal? It, it, fortunately, here we have Medi-Cal. Mm-hmm. So we cover a lot of that population uh, just about. Yeah. But and in other places where they don't have a state-funded uh, Medicaid, mm-hmm. what happens to those people? Right. It's, it's sad. It's sad. It's and terribly sad. They were... Um, they were paid um i'm not it's not clear if each of them i don't think each of them were paid 46 mil but um as a whole maybe they were all you know paid 46 mil for their time and that is not even enough okay in my opinion because no amount of money to bring back the time that they lost no they lost they lost and they were innocent and they all were innocent and coerced to admit right. that Something they did that it. they didn't do. And that is just and, right. and then they they trick their parents too. Come on, man. No, yeah. And, parents and, and I hope and children, I mean, and you know, um 
kids, everybody. We need to be educated on the judicial system and our rights. Because had they not known that they had rights to say, no, I'm not saying anything. I need my mom. I need my parent here. Right. What was the name of that mayor at the time? It was Mayor Ed Ed Koch. Ed Koch, right? Ed Koch. They were talking about him, right? The big tough-on-crime guy. He was the mayor of New York City at the time when they were locked up. Yeah. It's funny because after one of their do- their first documentaries had premiered back in 2013, uh, he was there at the premiere, Mayor Ed Koch, and he was one of the one of the people out there, you know, with fire and fury, talking about lock them up, right? Mm. You know what's interesting is that not too long after he went to that premiere, he died. <laughs> wow, for and unknown I, and, and reasons. What I mean, he was a pretty old guy, but it just tells you maybe that was on his conscience mm-hmm. yeah. that ran up his blood pressure in his final days. That mm-hmm. that guilt that he locked up those black boys. Yeah. For something that they didn't do. And he was one of the ones who was gassing up the fire. Not only him, but Donald Trump. Some, something. Ooh. Yeah, Donald Trump. He freaking said that they deserve the death penalty. Are you fucking serious? No, no but watch. But watch. You know, somebody, a treasonous traitor like his ass, they deserve the death penalty. Listen, why not, why not do I him just like God they did the Rosenbergs, huh? Yeah. What the fuck? This guy's over here conspiring with uh, with foreign governments mm-hmm. and foreign countries. Mm-hmm. Fuck him. He over here calls, you know. Yeah, fuck him. Get, I don't even want to talk his. about that motherfucker. Let's talk about some, something else. All right, so. Get dear, my fucking blood pressure You guys, too high. make sure you go <laughs> You know, black see. men die of uh, high blood pressure getting upset at this old oh bullshit oh ass stuff Ava going Duvernay on. Ava DuVernay oh was God. the director. Um, Oprah was one of the producers as well. Um, so you guys, please check it out. It's a very, very must-see miniseries. Take the time to watch it. Um, Darren, you you highlighted the last OG on TBS. Yes, yes, yes. yes. The last OG. So um, check that check that out. Um, uh, um, it's a real it's a real cool show. Um, it's with Tracy Morgan. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to find like. Oh, is it the comedy it. with him and um? Yeah, yeah with he, uh, uh, Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Is yeah. this the, this is season two? This was the second season, so I, okay. I, thought, I thought it was really. I think it's a really well developed show, you know, with good with good writing, and I think it's funny. You know, it's, it's just really thirty funny. minutes. It's on TBS, okay. so so check it out if you have a chance. The season finale, I mean, uh, was uh, this past week, just ten episodes, but you know, even um, you know, um, oh, what's her name? You know the woman. She's uh, Craig's mama on Friday, and uh, she's a uh, D on the Wayne. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah she, she she plays his uh, uh, his mom. Uh, yeah, his mom. But it, it really talks about even incarceration and mm-hmm. just about being in the hood, gentrification. I think it's a well-rounded, well-rounded show, and I, I'm looking That's forward good. to the third season. Yeah. Nice. Oh. All right. Okay, so um, this past week I was watching um, Chernobyl on HBO. And that highlights um, Chernobyl, Ukraine, and the incident that happened at the power plant mm-hmm. in 1986. And um, it, they were, you know, testing something, and it went bad, and it, the power plant blew up, and the effects of the radiation was horrible. And you guys... Check it out. It's also a um, four. It's a four-part miniseries. Um, ooh, it was good. Thing. 
Yes, it was uh, good. You really, really, really have to pay attention. Are to some it. of the survivors in it? Um, uh, it's um. Or is it like a reenactment? It's a, re- it's a reenactment oh, of it. Oh, okay. But okay. they, you know, some people um survived it. Okay. Um, a lot of people didn't. Wow. But um, a lot of people um like the miners that uh that tried to. I don't know how to say it, but it was miners that worked to try and, like, uh, prevent more destruction, and a lot of them sacrificed their lives Wow! to prevent more radiation um, getting out there into the air. So, um, yeah. Oh, y'all, y'all gotta watch it. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's really good. Um, so, Darren, you... You put always be my oh, baby. Oh, yeah. I that? saw that. Oh, Daisy. What is that? Always, always be, be my, my baby on Netflix. It's a new, like, Asian-American um, oh. rom-com with uh, Ali Wong and Randall. Mm. I think his last name is Park. The guy from um, Fresh Off the Boat. Okay. And so they are, like, young friends that uh, grow up together. Mm-hmm. And then they become, they become, they lose, um, they lose touch over the years and they reconnect. Oh. But it's a really great, like, Asian nice. rom-com that's uh, really funny. Of course, Ali Wong is good. Okay. And I just thought that it was a cute, Wait, like, Wait, Ali Wong comedy. is, where is she from? What does she play on? Um, Ali Wong came out into the comedy cir- circuit Ali Wong. a while does ago. She, she doesn't does really, she have like, special? have her. Uh, maybe a... she has her, a special. She has specials on Netflix. She okay. has two, like, comedy stand-ups on Netflix. Okay. And that's it. kind of how she kind of came to fame is her comedy specials because mm. she's really funny. Yeah. And um, <laughs> she cracks me up. It's like she's one of like the... She's like sarcastic, huh? Yeah, she wears glasses. She's really, yeah. she's really short. Wasn't she she's pregnant very pregnant on one? Yeah, she okay. was pregnant on the okay. last one. So okay. um, this is it's a good comedy. I thought it was really cute. Nice. So check it out. Okay. Yeah. And then um, Shaft is coming out soon. Shaft is coming out. The um, third generation that. uh, Yeah. That. uh, (laughs) I mean, it shows. Takes effect. I feel like it shows uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson is in it. And then. Richard Roundtree. And I guess a new actor, I guess, that's connected to them. That may be the new generation of Shaft. His last name is his last name is Asher. But, but Shaft was a big movie for the black community back in the day. Oh yeah, it was, it was a big franchise. Black exploitation. So, it had the yeah. soundtrack by Isaac Hayes. So basically, Iconic. so the what's the first Shaft? What's his name again? Richard Roundtree. Richard. He's Roundtree the guy that I did the, the photo grand... shoots with. I oh. did like I did like three photo shoots with him. Oh cool. Yeah, he got into photography and he took some photos for me. He's a handsome And then man. when I told Daddy, I was like, "Yeah, I'm shooting with this guy named Richard Roundtree." Daddy was like, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "That's Shaft." And I was like, "Oh, he's a cool guy. He was just smoking his cigars the whole time." <laughs> he's really like he's he was like very nice to me. Yeah, yeah, he's he's handsome. Yeah, he was a very nice guy. He was very respectful. Like he was probably one of the only respectful. Like, one of the few, I would say, male photographers that I went to his house. Like, the photo shoot was at his house. He had extra outfits for me. Mm-hmm. It was very tastefully done. Like, nice. he, he was about his business. And you can tell. He was just like, yeah, contact me again. Like, I'm just trying to build my, um, right. like, portfolio. my portfolio. And so nice. he did a great job. He took some great photos for so me. So it's like a, a generation. So Richard Roundtree is the grandfather of... 
He's the, he's the, the uncle. Well, he's the uncle, uncle of Samuel yeah. Jackson's oh, the child. Uncle. Right. Okay, and then yeah. Samuel yeah. Jackson, that's his son. Right. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, cool. so it's going to be an interesting well, I don't know why movie. he was calling him grandpa, though. Wasn't he calling him I know, grandpa? that's why I was like, yeah, he has said grandpa. That's why I was like, oh, okay. And in the previous movies, though, Richard Roundtree was his uncle. Yeah, I thought he was oh. his uncle. Like, that was his nephew. Like, like, the, like Samuel Jackson Shaft was. Right. Right. Yeah, like that was like chat. Yeah, like chat. Maybe was they like, messed it up. Maybe, that's maybe they changed nephew. it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we gotta see it. Right. I do want to see it. Let's check it out. Okay, so we're gonna um, go into Palatrix. So, um, you guys, some unfortunate um, events have happened over this past week. Uh, on Thursday, June 6th, um, the L.A. Sheriff's Department gunned down a 24-year-old man in the Willowbrook area, Ryan Twyman. I want to say his name is Twyman. His last name is Twyman. Yeah. Um, very unfortunate situation. Um, he was shot 30 times. Um, and that they even pulled out, an, I heard they pulled out they an AK-47. They pulled out an AK-47. Um, Ryan was with his, the mother of his children and a, a friend. And, um, I think the friend, I'm not sure, but the, I think the friend, um, he was hospitalized. I believe the mother or his girlfriend had to, um, go to the hospital as well because they had suffered injuries from the police because they were beaten as well. Um, and it's just, it's so, I'm just so tired of, um, this, the police brutality and the police, um, enforcing guns and enforcing all this, um, aggression for no reason. Um, they were sitting in their car, I, I believe, um, not sure what they were doing. Sheriff's department has not released a statement it's been three days and they have not released anything um, like why would you release 30 rounds into just exactly. one person i just don't understand it's it's very it's disturbing very unnecessary and um to mention another situation um i'm not sure of the dude's name but um hawthorne pd kind of you know they did the same thing and i'm not sure if he was um gunned down but um, he was complying with their orders. He was on his knees, hands on his head, and all of them were pointing guns at him like they like they were trying to protect themselves against him. Like he was pointing a gun at them. And I just don't understand. Like Ryan, he was complying with their orders as well, and he still got gunned down. And it's many, many other situations that had that just, are the just, same. Just speaking of Thursday night of June sixth. It was three officer-involved shooting that resulted yes. in the death of the victim by the L.A. Sheriff's Department. Just yes. with the Sheriff's Department. Yes. So this is what L.A. Times says about this one with Ryan. So it said, it occurred about 7.30 p.m. on June 6th when authorities contacted two men sitting in a vehicle parked in an apartment complex near uh, 132nd in San Pedro. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, and that's in Willowbrook. So at some point during the interaction, at least one deputy opened fire and struck one of the men multiple times in the chest. The man, who authorities have not, well, uh, um, uh, that was Ryan, uh, was pronounced dead at the scene. 
And it, at that time, it wasn't clear what led to the shooting because the other man wasn't injured, but he was taken into custody. So the other one happened that day. The other one happened in Inglewood around uh, Imperial and Prairie. Then the other incident happened, uh, which was the standoff. It was in San Gabriel Valley. But I mean, I, I just I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it because this, it, it, it looks real fishy because I even heard that the two security guards that from that apartment complex that they were uh, at, they were taken into custody, interviewed separately and stripped of all their, you know, clothes and belongings yes. as well, which does not make any. They don't make no it, sense. It, 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 it they try to cover some and, shit up. And the, fa- and the fact that they have not said anything yet is, is really bothersome. And and, and, and and remember, a few months ago, I had told you guys about the new sheriff, Alex Villanueva, who and he he's he's a he he is a he is a fucking scumbag. Mm-hmm. Do not do I, I do not trust. I, I would have rather Jim McDonald, that square of, square okie doke ass white motherfucker who was there before, because he's more trustworthy than this guy. Wow. This guy is the one who's over here rehiring people who Jim McDonald fired. For 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 inappropriate uh, for uh, uh, inappropriate conduct, yes. so he brought them back in, and then he's over here has affiliations with these cliques of gangs, which are basically gangs, these fucking gangs in the sheriff's department over on the east side units. Wow, you know, so 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 this guy can't be trusted, Uh-oh. you know, and, and I mean, it, it just it just even sickens me that that this shit happens, and this guy is the fucking sheriff. Because I know that there's not going to be any justice done. Because Jackie Lacey, who's a district attorney, who's a black woman, she doesn't give a shit about any of these people. She has not done one fucking thing in her office to actually investigate these things. Because she has, she's too cozy with the sheriff's department. Fucking so we can, I, I don't even understand how we can uh, obtain justice besides the, the county getting sued. They know, need to get right. another and losing like, a case. Sure. And I hate and, and I hate that we have to keep paying for these fuck ups that these cops keep making out in the streets when they just need to be trained better. You need right, to put the right way on the street. You are not we are not protected enough. on the streets with these people out here doing shit like that. They not why, why, do you, why do you use a machine gun on on, on, on on civilians like that? I wonder if they're brainwashed when they come into the um the system like and shoot it, it, to kill shoot to kill honestly you like, gotta kill as i'm thinking about it right now i'm just wondering like crazy. what would possess someone to like draw guns on innocent line innocent civilians who are complying with your orders what other way what other explanation other than you being brainwashed during your training to shoot to kill only black people or only people of color like that, I think that there is some conspiracy out there or something it's, that's it's, happening during it, their it, training it, it, where they get brainwashed and like literally controlled in the mind to I think that they have to do that. Well, no, the I thing don't is, is that they come because all of them, I guarantee you, it was, and I'm not trying to be like discriminating or what, but when I saw the video of um, of the Hawthorne PD, all of them was fucking Mexican. I didn't see not one black cop. Now they're of color, like they're of color as well. But I'm just thinking, like, if you're of you're of color, why, why would you like enforce so much aggression on somebody that is unarmed? Like, I, think it, of that person it, as your brother. No, like, it goes, it goes, serious? it goes beyond color because you got black cops oh. over here. I mean, the, the time thing. old thing was just that black cops would beat up black people worse than a white cops 
that's yeah, true. That's why that is about true. And so you, you can't even look. You can't even look at color when you look at that uh, at that and at that uniform and, and with them people who who got that badge and have that power because that's what it's about. It's about power, and because they don't understand the situation, they feel like they need to come and control it. Right? They're not trying to find out any no, answers. No, they just they're want to control they're it. They're trying to get your ass on the ground to make them feel safe that they put that that they're intervening in the situation. And, and, and in some situations, they just need to mind their own fucking business exactly. because they're, they're, if you come out of it, the person is dead. How is that any justice? Did you guys see like, what the, did, you um, did you guys see that video of the guy who was uh, cleaning? Like one of his jobs yeah. was to clean around his apartment. I think this was in like um, Northern yeah. California, and it was his job. He was literally like had a little hand picker yeah and then i don't even know if it was his job it was just his house it was his house and also too he was just like this is something that i've decided to do around my house to make it look nice right pick up pick up fucking trash if you didn't if you did property fucking tax no if you didn't clean up in front of your house you'd look like you were crazy now wouldn't you look at that dirty motherfucker over there who doesn't even clean up in front of his house so he's doing something he was doing something exactly and then they were like you have a weapon sir put it down He's like, I'm what doing my job. Fuck? And they're like, you don't live here. And he's like, I live here. <laughs> like, they, it was just not making How any sense How you gonna say whatsoever. somebody don't live there when you don't, you ain't got no paperwork, you ain't got no evidence that they don't live there. Also, did you see the video of the guy who they um, went up to his house? It was in another state or something like that. They went up to this man's house. It was like, sir, you are such and such. You don't belong here. He was like, this is my property. I own this house. And I'm not, that's not my name. And he's like, the officer is like, yes, you are. Oh, you know what the, the, the issue is we can't we prop- can't get these fucking scrubs that are 18 years old and, and put a badge on them you need to have a damn degree you need to have a, a from an accredited university I you know you, you don't we don't we don't yeah we don't need you motherfuckers out there who are 19 years old fresh out of fucking college you couldn't get a real fucking job so you want to join the force because you want a stable income and your dumb ass can't even fucking care you don't even know the fucking law ask most of them fucking cops out there what the fuck the specific law is I mean, uh, you know, I, I hate to be just harboring on officers because there's good cops. Out I there. mean, there's good yes, cops. absolutely. There's really good Let's cops. admit there that. Let's cops. admit it. We there have a really cousin cops. that is a cop. You know, My goddad is also a cop. Right. You know, you know highway there patrolman. There are good cops out there. Let's but, not say that they're but, all bad cops. But them bad apples, they just spoil the whole thing. Oh, bunch. they spoil Yeah, it. they do. Yeah, they do. But what's, what else ridiculous. is going on in politics? We got a question. What's going on with politics in Los Angeles? So uh, let's just talk about real quick about our alma mater, Daisy. Uh, we talked a few months ago about the School of Social Work. Uh, well, no, I think we talked about my undergraduate School yeah, of Social yeah. Work, New York University, about their diversity problems. But now let's talk about the University of Southern California's Susan Jorek Peck. You know, it wasn't called that when we graduated. Right, but they changed the name. Yeah, the lady gave all that money. Uh, the lady gave all that money and now they're bankrupt. I, ain't that some shit? I don't understand she it. She gave like a $50 million. Or was it, it was more than that. It was like $60 million. Yeah, yeah it was like was $60 bankrupt. million. Dollars. So check this out. Back in, back in 2013, the, U, the U, uh, School of Social Work... They developed an online virtual academic uh, uh, program, right? Uh-huh. They, they, they partnered up with this company, this education company, to have classes online. Uh-huh. So they're paying this company like like $30 million a year 
for this shit. For just for the right. Just, so they just had for to the boost sophomores. their enrollment. Their enrollment went from nine hundred students because that's about how much it was when I went in, and even that much, I was like, "Ooh, this is a lot of people." It was like nine hundred or so it's, it's, in our class, yeah. and they had just started it. They had just started the online like kind of degree. It went from nine hundred to thirty six hundred. Yes. Students in the pro because in Devin, the program in general because yeah. most of them were from the online degree program. Yeah, because Devin, my year, the year I graduated was the first year that the um, that, that uh, they that the uh, virtual academic campus students could graduate graduate. Yeah. Graduated. Mm-hmm. So people from all over the country who had never stepped foot on USC's campus came to, to walk the graduation. The stage. Yep. And, and let me tell you, we I I knew it at the time that they were that they were gonna just enroll anybody. Yep, it it reduced their ability no, it, to it, like. Yeah, um, it di- it diluted the it prestige diluted, of yes, the school. It did. Mm-hmm. So you just over here. So at this point, it becomes a money racketeering scheme. Like yeah. you're just trying to make money now. You're not. Uh, it, it's not about the prestige of the university. You're going to educate the best people. It's just like, oh, we need a bunch of social workers. Let's charge the fuck out of these people. Right, but half of those tuitions were going to this online degree program. Right. Wow. Right. And right. so they couldn't uh, because they had to hire more staff. Now the school, in order to like compensate for it, they have to uh, reduce the faculty by like a hundred people. Yeah. Only hire full time faculty. Basically, forty forty percent of the staff. Forty percent of the staff is going to be laid off. That includes staff and faculty. So administrators and other people are just going to be laid off and out of work because. I wonder if Keisha is affected by that. She is. No, she is affected by it. She's. She just made a post about it recently and said, yeah. oh, "Hey guys, the news is out." Oh my god! Yeah. So, um, I mean, it just goes to show, like, all of these schemes. But you know, they have that contract with you too, which is the online platform. Yeah, that, that's the until one until two thousand and thirty. But why the hell would you get? I why mean, would you make a but, deal but, like but, that but, in the first place? But, but look, I, I was in one of my summer five year five, oh shit five years ago when I had started the first summer bridge program. Then it was based out at the San Diego campus, and they were using the same software that they right. used for the virtual academic campus. So my professor was based in San Diego, and she was. You know, like all of our classes that we had, like it was streamed for the San Diego campus. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember it was just issues with the software. Yeah. And I was like, this doesn't seem it's like not worth it's it. worth it for all because th- those people, they were paying more than I was paying just to come. And I was like, shit, if I'm paying this money, I want to see some motherfuckers cutting the grass. I want to see for some water, water fountains exactly. flowing. I want to see some escalators moving. I want to see my some... money put to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not trying to pay no, no damn uh, a fifty-eight thousand dollar tuition just to be like I'm at a Starbucks just to go to class because I can't afford the, the the fucking Wi-Fi so I can so I can go to class. It was a terrible deal That's deal that horrible. was made. First of all, you don't make a deal that long, that long term. That was a really? that was a That's twenty, 20 that years. A, that was a twenty year deal that they made and didn't even know if the online technology was would gone. was gonna work. It, it, it's, it's so ridiculous. I can't. I I still cannot believe it. And I'm glad that the dean Marilyn Flynn. I'm glad she's out of there. But 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 she seriously fucked up everything. She did. She, she had been there for almost choices. twenty years, and that was the worst decision she has ever made. Was she and that, voted out, or was she just no? Well, look, look. Relaxed? This is what happened because Max Nikias he had to step down because of all the scandals going on around the school. It was just scandal after scandal, and a lot of it didn't happen when Max had came in. But Max had been running the university when Stephen Sample was sick for years. Oh, wow. Right, Max Nikias came in in 20, uh, 2010. Right, uh-huh. right, but. He was running the school for a long time because Stephen Sample had had he was a sick he was yeah. real sick, but uh, 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 he was the former president. But all the issues with with 
with um, the, the, the bribes going on with USC happened up under Max Nikias. Mm-hmm. All the things with the sex scandal with George Tyndall happened underneath him. All the other, uh, 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 the other scandals with uh, uh, the, the recent ones with Lori Laughlin's little daughter and stuff. Right. Uh, Pan in. That happened under Max Nikias' watch. You know, they just, just recently, corrupt. Yeah, what? just completely corrupt and corrupt. dirty. You know, I mean, but when I. Is ar- he right? Yeah, yeah, like Devin, yeah, 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 just correct. But but even when <laughs> I even when I you know it's my alma mater. I was only there for ten months. I didn't really build that strong of a connection. But I knew when I got there that that, that you're an that, alumni for life now, though. So I am an alumni for life, and I hate to talk bad about USC because I think it's a great school, but it was the, led the, the by college, some terrible people. Yeah, completely, they gotta get the snakes completely, out. Completely. And I mean that doesn't and that doesn't like. Um, I think it just talks. I think it highlights the. A level of corruption and also a number of things Integrity. that happen. Well, it's a lot of bureaucracy in the higher education system, private yeah. and public. You know, and I've decided to leave UCLA for a number of reasons. But mm-hmm. part of it is because I don't buy into the bureaucracy mm-hmm. that has been created over the years. Hello. And I've honestly just decided to leave integrity and you got some sense and also too i have bigger dreams i'm not about to sit up here and let other people take credit for my work work. and when i know i can use my mind for my family and for the betterment of my good i'm not i'm tired of letting people taking take credit for my work that's just what happens at the university level on so many other platforms as well but then you know you have all of these high profile people at the university that get a lot of accolades mm-hmm. but they are not on the ground working with the students no. they're only benefiting from the number of money mm-hmm. that they're getting and they don't really understand the students needs so they're right. really just buying into the system because the system is paying them right hundreds of thousands but, but, of but dollars th- but that's but that's what gets me that i mean just a dramatic because i know school costs by the time i got to undergrad school cost astronomic not astronomically but it at, at, least, at least at least 20 to 30 at least 20 to 40 percent it was more expensive. by the time in, in 2009 that i went to nyu just because of all the services right and, and for what now we have now if you want to be a professional you have to get a master's degree yes. Yes. there is no if ands or but nope. because bachelor because you getting your bachelor's basically you going to club High club med for, for for fucking four years right that's it, exactly it, it why i'm not in the field because i don't have my master's and I'd rather not because I'm not about to work my motherfucking ass off just to get paid some change. Right. Fuck y'all. Yeah. Mm. No. No. I mean, we're tapping into a lot of issues in the higher ed system. And I think that, like, just the whole, <laughs> there's a lot of things to talk about with higher ed. I think we can continue yes. this conversation. I miss the classroom environment, though. I do. But, but, that's yeah. why I but enjoy school. That's what the focus has got to be is on that. The student you experience. You have so many. I, yes. I, and I mean, even when I was at, 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 not as much as when I was at NYU, because it, 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 actually it wasn't that many administrators at NYU School of Social Work. Now, NYU in general, hell yeah. It was a lot of administrators, program managers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's a lot of you motherfuckers around here mm-hmm. just managing accounts and shit like that. And I'm paying your fucking salary. Right. I, I mean, I just need some bare bones. Give me some just bare bones college. You know, let me just come to class. Shit, I'll turn the lights on. <laughs> shit I, i'll help stack the chairs up at the end of the damn exactly, day but like, you know i'm not trying to pay for all these damn program administrators and shit who just sit around and eat lunch on my motherfucking dime also too it's 
you know, go ahead. It's excessive. It's, I, it's I mean, much. I like I don't, literally I don't need all this shit, all these amenities. I'm not trying to, you know, right. I, yeah. And so many, I agree, Darren. It's so many amenities, and I see program after program they have, having low attendance mm-hmm. at a school like UCLA and other programs. And they're like, oh, we don't know why only two two students. You know, two twenty students showed up to this program that we spent two thousand dollars on. Right. You know what? Because they're focused on their academics, right. and exactly. I can't express that enough. If you are going to put money into administrators, put them into mental health and Hello. other factors. Yes, yes, that, yes. Like, put put that more was, people in that and, area. And that was the biggest complaint: is that we had kids committing suicide. Speak. But but look, they only got they only gave you four sessions of therapy. Terrible. So and you gave me a big ad. They gave me a big five thousand dollar budget. I couldn't even think of shit to spend it on. I was tired. I, shit, I, at, at one point in time, I was buying shit, groceries and stuff, and just putting it in my refrigerator because nobody was coming. Mm. You know, and, and what if you know that money was allocated towards better services to help right. support people? You can't just think that if I pay for a party, it's going to be all right, right. It, unless I have some some structured goals to actually set and follow up with outside of the classroom you know socially yes clubs are important but even still even with that you know my club was doing shit actually actually promoting the and black male petition and they didn't give us no, that, they, didn't give, they didn't give us no motherfucker what, what my point is that they didn't give us no money right we, we had to struggle and, and, and shoot down our money together mm-hmm. but, right but at the same time other clubs because by virtue of them being around for so damn long they had thirty thousand dollar budgets and we couldn't even get two hundred dollars to pay for some fucking pizza you know, and so so what does that say when you have that club and they have that all that money and they blow it on two events and us over here struggling, you know, starving, trying to get black men to stay in the fucking place. Right. You know, it's I mean, well, that crea- of course, of that funds. created character. And I, I, I'm glad now that they have a budget and they do retreats and stuff like that. But, you know, shit it, it, for us, because we had to struggle, it made us more tough, you know. Right. Even though right. We did but illegal I, shit I mean, you and, tap into you know, the issue, which is and stuff illegally and <laughs> try to raise money. And but you know, you're, you're bringing up bit bigger issues, the which is the mis- the, the mental, mental health, health but then to, also the misallocation of funds. Right. But go ahead. But I wanted to talk about um this past week, um, Taraji P. Henson, she had, um, she went to, what was it, the Congress? Or she testified? Yeah, she testified before, uh, um, before the Congress. On mental um, health. Yeah, talking about mental health because she has a foundation in um, remembrance of her father um, um, for mental health. And she was, she had got choked up and everything saying, like, it, it just gets ridiculous when elementary school aged children are thinking are committing about suicide, suicide. Like, yeah. and not yeah. only like, thinking about it that? committing it right From and bullying, they are committing it like they're actually know? going through with it and it's just like but what but that that even t- and i'm sorry to just to go i hope this isn't left the field but there is demonic spirits just yes. lurking all amongst us making yes. people feel as worthless making them feel guilty, shameful, that, that, that there is no purpose in living. Yes. But even as Jalen as Jalen had said in his beautifully in his speech, and I love that he said it because it's one thing that I focus on with my patients now that I work in a dialysis center, is that it, it takes a lot for somebody to come back and forth to dialysis oh, because yes. your quality of life completely is skewed. Yes. Now you become consumed with that. You got to change your diet, everything. But if you still have a will to live, you're going to keep coming back 
Right. Because there's something to live for. Right. And if you come to a point to where there is nothing, to where you find you feel so empty that that there is nothing to live for, then all hope is gone and suicide becomes a viable option mm-hmm. to release you from life. And, and, and unfortunately, that exists. So yeah. what do we do about it? How do we change it? How do we change people's will to live that, that they can focus on tomorrow, on what can becomes new tomorrow morning and not on whatever turmoil is now or how to move past that? Mm-hmm. That's the challenge. That it's is the challenge. challenge. It's a huge challenge. Because not only do the... Um, do the people that are suffering from depression and anxiety, do they need attention? But the people that are helping these people that are depressed Thank and you. have anxiety, they need freaking help too. They need mental, um, they need mental, um, what am I trying to say? Y'all know what I'm trying to say. No, Debbie, you <laughs> yeah. need to finish your thought. <laughs> they need that help as well. They need that attention as well from another practitioner i agree and that practitioner needs help from that practitioner i mean it's a whole cycle it's a whole cycle like everybody needs freaking therapy yeah, we yeah. everybody therapy. needs therapy if you use some therapy some meditation some prayer i mean yes. self-care just in general yeah. like just some getting away foods. i would say getting away from technology and all of the social media yeah. yes. technology is poison think- I, yes. I don't think that it's helping our society whatsoever. I don't think it's helping our future generations to learn how to communicate properly mm-hmm. or interact with one another or resolve conflict. Right. The amount of students that come into my office, graduate students, by the way, these are well-capable adults mm-hmm. who know how to like express themselves in any other way, can't even have a conversation with their roommates about things that are going on and agreements that you know that they should make when it comes to like living and standing up for themselves it really drives me crazy because i'm like um so you really need just help doing some conflict resolution i don't understand how you don't know how to resolve this on your own or come to terms with your roommate Mm -hmm. and also denying a third party from being present as they work out their issues Literally will tell me, no, I'm not interested in talking to my roommate. I just want to move. So, right. I, and that's not how, how life works. That's, that's not how, not how right. life Thank works. Thank you. I said, how am I? How am I teaching you anything about life if I just? And sometimes I'll be like, no, I'm not going to agree to like change transfer your room just your because room. you say that you have mental health issues because you don't like your roommate. No. No, that is that, that, no, that is the mental health issue that <laughs> you cannot communicate. You're yes, bad at communicating. Exactly. That, and that, I tell that, these that's, students that's all your, the that, time. That's your fucking problem. You know, and because it, because you're bad at communicating, there is no release and there is no chance for you to process what's going on. Exactly. It's just going through your head, all these fucking bullshit ass thoughts going ping pong in your fucking brain and because you're not talking about it you're not actually processing maybe you can accept responsibility for some of the things that you fucking did exactly and maybe that other person can too when they have a chance but it ain't and no fucking bullshit that you just gonna blame it all on them right. hell no motherfucker y'all I, I, no, no. I, i'm tired of dealing with them and i'm yeah, just that's, like that's I, I, you know and it's a university that um advocates for these students and mm-hmm. like oh just move them you know it's i don't no. want and no, I'm like, no no bullshit. i'm not teaching no. them anything about no, because what what's it's gonna happen with the next person and the next person mm-hmm. and the next person before long you have a, a, a an ill functioning adult mm-hmm. now yeah it, it may be they, good it may be good bet later on when i start my mental health practice 
you know, because I'm going to have a lot of people to, 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 to work with. But <laughs> right. if you can catch somebody early on with that shit, the better off they, the better, they're going to be. That's, right. that's you know? always been, that's always to me been my, like, um, yeah. issue or, like, like, just my my advocating. I'm like, I am an educator. And first right. and foremost, I'm here to deal with the root issue of right. these students' problems. So if they come into my office and I realize that they don't know how to communicate, that's what I'm going to address. I'm not just going to solve their problem. But you know right. what happens? They go to one administrator. They go to my supervisor. They go to so and because of the chain of bureaucracy, somebody doesn't want to deal with it. So, so they just let it so they, they go down the chain and say, hey, handle this. I don't want them. I, and because they don't have, they can't deal with this shit themselves. I'm tired of it, you guys. Yeah. I'm no, tired that, of the bullshit. cycle. That's I'm tired, I'm tired yeah, that of is. the cycle. That's, I'm that's over it. That is. I'm just like, I can't be an educator. I can't really help these students because no. the, the system doesn't allow me to. No, it, it, so I'm going to get it, out of the system. It's changed from yeah. an institution of learning into an insti- into a hospitality. Yeah. Right. And, totally. and that's bullshit. Education is not hospitality. That part. It is rigorous training. Hello. Remember that shit. You know, you are supposed to be a changed person, mm-hmm. a learned person, someone who can gain new skills. Right. Not somebody who's going to accommodate. I mean, unless you have like a legitimate disability, you right. know, right. you have Let's, a physical or mental impairment. Yes. I agree. Okay. You do you need. You should have special right, accommodations. Right. Exactly. Yes. But if you're, if you're a, a functioning adult who can't communicate, Ooh, you and that's what it no is, and you, and you try to say, oh, I'm depressed and all this shit. Right. No, you're just feeling bad. We all have those days. But you gotta you gotta put on your Push big through. boy and your big girl shoes, and you gotta keep on stepping forward. You gotta yeah. you gotta talk shit. it out. You may not get along with everybody, but you gotta. I mean, you may not like everybody, right. but you got to get along and with they're everybody. Like, oh, just part. put me, just put me in a studio, and I'm like, you no, do realize that, that if you decide to leave here and graduate, you probably won't be able to afford your own place. So you're gonna have to deal with the roommate, Hello. regardless. Right. So right. you better figure you out. Better you better figure learn how to communicate now. and learn how to Some talk to communication people. Communication tactics. Right. Because right. guess what? You can't get out of the lease that you signed. No, but some people, future. But some people do that shit though. Some people do that shit to this day. You know? Yeah, let's go ahead and end it on a good note. Ooh, child. I know, this has been an invigorated. I've been a little bit uh, too lit. I've been cursing a lot. Too lit. lit. Oh, you my was goodness. lit. Too legit yes. to quit. Hey, hey. Too <laughs> legit. Oh, Lord. Oh, my it's gosh. It's been good, y'all. We've been yes. away for a minute, so we had a lot to talk about. But, um, you guys, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Make sure you comment. You press that like button on Facebook. You listen to Apple Podcasts and Spotify to the past episodes. Support the black people, man. Support us, y'all. We support the homies. Support. We got a lot of we great projects coming from out for y'all. The east side, the east side of South Central yeah. LA, y'all. And so, just one more uh, justice for Ben's. Yes, I know. I, he, I know he knew our cousin, our little yeah, cousin. Yeah, justice for uh, Ben's. Uh, they knew, called him. him. They called him Ben's, but his name is Ryan, Ryan Twyman. Twi- Twi- sorry. Um, yeah, that was our cousin. Jay's so we'll continue friend. to follow up so, with that. Yeah, you guys. Have a great week. God bless. And stay safe out here. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct our path. Have a good one. God bless.